Hi, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and welcome to McCollum Wellness Radio. Now more than ever, our country needs to learn how to take care of our own health, and it's my mission to empower you on that journey. Please join me each week as I cover these topics and interview experts throughout the field to bring you the answers you need to reach your maximum health potential. Thank you and enjoy the show. There's nowhere left to go The truth is right in front of you Good morning, good afternoon everybody This is Dr. Duncan McCollum coming to you live from KSCO Radio And uh, very happy to be here today I've got some interesting things to talk about Um, First of all, I want to uh, congratulate everybody that's been on the 21-day reset. We're basically Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, six days into it. And uh, if you don't know about this, my office has been doing a um, basically a ketogenic diet, intermittent fasting, but we're teaching you on a gradient, step-by-step, a little bit to do every day. And it's not too jo- late to join us. I had a couple in their 60s the other day, say on day three, one of them had lost five pounds, the other three. Um, And usually to begin with, that's that's inflammation that's coming out of the body. Uh, Other people's energy has gone up. Um, Another woman felt like her after just two days that the achiness in her joints has gone away. So we are what we eat. We heard that back in the 70s. And now we know that what we put into our body has a huge effect because energy is made out of what we consume. And there's two types of uh, fuel. There's ketones that come from fat and there's uh, glucose that comes from everything from a French fry to broccoli to any kind of meat protein you eat all burns as glucose. So all of that glucose burns very smokily and unhealthy. Bad oils cook burn badly, but good oils uh, burn very well, and they create a really good environment in your uh, body. So they actually burn clean like a gas-burning stove versus a smoky fireplace, which is all the glucose burns at. So a lot of people have done really well, and you can still join and start. I'm going to set this up so you can start anytime. The, most of the videos are five minutes long, and there's recipes in there. But the reason I'm doing this is, be, and it's free, by the way, you can afford me, is because um, of the last three or four years, the health of um, our population has gone down dramatically. And I really want to give people a chance to do something that isn't going to take a lot of time. It's not going to cost them an arm and a leg, and it's actually going to make a difference. So that's what we're doing, and uh, t- tomorrow, Monday night, or excuse me, Monday night will be day eight, and I do have a Zoom, live Zoom meeting then. It's seven o'clock. It's not too late to join. You can just um, email Mariah, M-A-R-I-A-H, at McCollumWellness.com, or call McCollum Chiropractic, 831-459-9990, and join up, and uh We'll probably start you back at the beginning, but you know, it's amazing the changes people are getting. Right now, we are rated, we're the most unhealthy population on earth. The United States of the industrialized world, we're rated at the bottom. And uh, I was looking at some stuff today and um, just some studies, and I'm going to try to put some of them up here if I can. Let's see. I have to get my glasses on. So if you're not, um, if you're listening to KSCO, you can go and watch this later and you can watch some of the stuff that I'm talking about. But, um, you know, there's a a thing out here that basically says, uh, you know, that we are the top, I'm going to, I'm going to just tell you the top 10 causes of death in our country. And back um, several years ago, when there was a little bit more clarity of understanding, um, when you read down this from the Surgeon General, you would find out that 
the third leading cause of death was iatrogenic or accidents. Um, iatrogenic means death caused by medicine, properly described or not. And then accidents, of course, are slips, falls, car accidents, those kind of things. Um, but lately, if you look it up, you will find that that iatrogenic or medically caused from properly prescribed or uh, correctly done surgeries is the number three cause of death in the country. But they are no longer showing that. However, there is an article that came out from John Hopkins University recently, and uh, I was going to try to share this on my screen, but I think it's going to be too difficult for me to do that and um, run the show because I don't have a PowerPoint put together. But um, I'm going to just get this back and get back, quit sharing my screen. There we go. So basically what John Hopkins said is there were two, uh, 255,000 deaths due to iatrogenic things. And the number one cause of death is still heart attack or heart-related incidents. Number two is cancers. And then number three would be either accidents and or things like uh, slips and falls, injuries, car accidents, those types of things, coconuts falling on your head, which is actually a thing. To being killed by toasters, these are all things that happen in pretty remarkable amounts. But, um, you know, when you look down the list, you're going to find kidney disease, liver disease, um, all these different types of things. But, you know, it's so important. There was a study done, and you can look up this John Hopkins study, 34 million hospitalizations over a seven-year period, 34 million hospitalizations over a seven-year period had a 9.5% death rate. So you almost have a 10% chance of dying by going to a hospital. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I mean, obviously, when my appendix ruptured, I was going to die if I didn't go to a hospital. But the, my point is it's really important that we start to take care of our own health and um, be responsible for our own health. That's why we're doing the 21-day um, challenge that anybody can join, I'm calling it a reset, so that you can um, learn how to take care of your own health. You know, it's like if you had a chauffeur driving you every place you went, you'd never learn how to drive. So if we have a healthcare system, which is really called a sickness care system, uh, in that we are, you know, still sick after all these years. I mean, if, so, if we trusted uh, an agency, government agency or not, to take care of us, and if we had major industries like the National Institute of Health, the Center for Disease Control, the Food and Drug Administration, and others that are who are paid taxpayer dollars to make sure that we're safe and healthy, and they're rated worse in the planet, for countries and we're the richest country in the world, you got to give them an F. So you either continue to go down that path or you take matters into your own hands. And uh, that's what I had to do. I have patients come in and they have various degrees of illness or injuries. And, you know, sometimes people are, are already fed up with the one system and they go, I've tried everything. What can you do for me? And then if I think I can help them after we do an exam consultation, potentially some x-rays, if I think I help them, can help them, I'll let them know. If I don't think I can, I'll say, I don't think I can help you. Um, and that has to do with several factors. An individual's willingness to do what it takes to get healthy. You know, how um, messed up they are. Thanks, Marcy, Marsha, it's nice to see you on here. Um, and, uh, you know, sometimes people just aren't ready. They come in, their life is so entangled with living this that, and they had a slip or fall or stumble or a hiccup, and they just need to get back in the game. And if they're limping along, that's where they need to be right now. And we understand that. That's not necessarily what I... Um, love to do in my office. I love to help people reach their optimum um, potential and then give them a maintenance and optimization program that they can stay that way. 
So that's why we're doing the 21-day reset. But I think it's deceiving that when you look at the top 10 causes of death in our country, no longer are they saying iatrogenic causes. In fact, I was at a I was doing a presentation a few years ago, and in my presentation, I showed the statistics on that and that um, iatrogenic or medicine properly prescribed or hospitalization prescribed uh, deaths were rated number three. Uh, One of the person who I knew his wife was a nurse turned to another person there and said, no, it's not true because he Googled it. Well, you know, it is true. And when you Google the right, the wrong, you know, the basic party line, you're not going to find that. But if you actually search um, things like John Hopkins and various other sources, John Hopkins says that 250,000 deaths were caused by iatrogenic causes. Other um, studies there say 450, almost half a million people die by iatrogenic causes in our country. So pretty crazy. You know, you just want to take a look at it. But, you know, the real point is not how you're going to die. How you're going to live is really the most important point. How do you want to live? How much time do you have left? And that's why you should consider joining our group. We have a Health Rebels group um, on Facebook that you can join. But you can do, you know, basically... You can be a stealth participant, and this means that you can uh, email Mariah, M-A-R-I-A-H, at McCollumWellness.com. I have to be careful because I mispronounce it sometimes, and say, hey, I'd like the to be included in the emails for the daily program that we're doing, and then you can go, she'll send you the links, and you can watch them by yourself. And then if you decide you want to do more, let us know. So um, when we look at, even when you consider that heart disease is the number one cause of death in the country and cancer is the second cause of death, um, then you want to take a look and go, well, what leads people up to, let's just take cancer for a minute. So there's a lot of um, of uh, companies and things out that that are looking for the cure to cancer. Well, the cure to cancer is prevention. And the the cure to cancer being prevention means you have to understand how cancer forms in the body. It forms in the mitochondria of the cell. It forms at a cellular level. So would it make more sense to clean up the, the power plant in your cells called the mitochondria and make sure they're healthy or wait till your body breaks down and starts creating this aberrant growth called cancer and then try to do damage control on it? Because in, in the United States, we do damage control and not necessarily do anything to turn it around successfully. You can look up the statistics of the, uh, you can't use the word C.U.R.E. in this state because it's illegal. But you can look at the remission rate and success rate on the five-year plan with the current system. And, you know, um, it's not great statistics, so I would prefer myself to try to do everything I can to keep myself healthy. In the, um, the 21-day reset, we're teaching a term called autophagy, autophagy, self-eating. And this is where your body scavenges the cells in your body to produce ener- excuse me, energy. And your body, um, if it's given tons and tons and tons of easy fuel, like sugar-producing fuel, it's going to burn that and leave your body alone. It's going to ignore it. And in fact, if you eat too much of that sugar-burning fuel, it's going to store it as stored fuel on your body. It hangs all over you. You can have a pendulous abdomen full of stored fuel. Your um, Every part of your body, your liver, your organs can have all of this stored fuel around them called fat. There's visceral fat. The viscera is an organ. And then there's, you know, body fat. 
visceral fat is a dangerous one. And um, so the, the point is that if you start to use that stored fuel that you stored for a rainy day, you can do a few things. You can get your body healthier. You can get the toxins out of your body. You can improve brain function by reducing brain fog. You can increase your digestive function, increase your immune function. Now, why your immune function? Well, when your body has got way too much fuel stored on it, which let's just be frank, it's called fat. If your body's got too much of that stored in it, that is where your body, in, a, in an emergency of, un, of not being able to remove toxins out of your body through this huge digestive system, and detoxification system called the liver and the kidney and the large intestine and all that kind of stuff, it shoves it away in a fat cell. So your fat cells get loaded up with these toxins. And it, you know, I was just thinking, it's kind of like your house is a mess and your relatives are coming over. What do you do? You don't have time to clean everything up, so you shove it in every possible corner and cupboard and get it out of the way, but it's still a mess, it's just hidden. And that's what happens when your body's toxic. Those, in order to keep you alive, your bloodstream needs to have a certain, um, po- a certain, um, what's the right word? It can only survive, let's say out of one to 10, it can survive between a six and seven of toxicity or nutrients in the blood or glucose. You can only... You can only survive in that middle ground. As soon as you go down to a four of glucose or a three, you'll probably die. If you go up to a five, six, or seven or eight of glucose, you'll probably die. So the body has got this innate intelligence to monitor the bloodstream of all of the sugar, the glucose, of all of the minerals, of all of the toxins, of all of the hormones, and it communicates back and forth with the brain to monitor the hormones and keep it at a certain sustainable level. So, you know, our bodies are relatively frail. I mean, you'd get them too high up in the um, altitude, they'll die. You bury them too deep in the ground, they'll die. You get them too hot, they'll die. You get them too cold, they'll die. You have them run into the earth too fast, they'll die. So, you know, it's there's this thing called homostasis, which is that the body can sustain itself in a small margin of error. And when you go above or below that, you're toast. So our fat cells are there to um, absorb the toxins that would normally kill us if they were floating around in our bloodstream. And the fact that we have 2.5 billion tons of toxins dumped on the earth every year, and we've had seven billion tons of glyphosate or Roundup dumped on the earth since the 70s, you know, and and all of the toxins in the food and the preservatives and the chemical fertilizers that they make, let alone this new substance called a peel, which is being put on organic foods and they only name 5% of of the ingredients. And it's by the same people that developed this... uh, life-saving injectable thing that we were supposed to take that turned out to be everything but that. And, oh yeah, but the science says this is helpful. Well, based on their last experiment, I don't trust this one either. And I don't think you should either. I think we got to look for food and made by whatever your religious beliefs are, food by God or food by nature Anything when it starts to get canned or altered is got chemicals and toxins in it. Even our organic foods oftentimes have been, there's been chemicals and fertilizers approved that they're put on them that are not good for you, including this appeal stuff that they're making a avocado now last for three months. You know, it reminds me of the story of the guy that put on his uh, coat that he hadn't worn for a year, reached in the pocket, and he found a Big Mac that he had put in his pocket and forgot about. He took it out, and it looked the same. Nothing had died on that Big Mac. Pretty crazy. So at any rate, you know, when we look at a healthy cell versus a sick cell, we're looking at life and death. The cells make up 
everything alive in our body. We have 75 trillion to 100 trillion cells, depending on, you know, where you lose count. And we have 100 trillion microbiome or bugs in our gut. And these guys dictate our health to such a huge degree because they eat everything that we put in our body. And they actually, even not the ones in our gut, but covering the surface of our skin, covering our lungs, covering our eyeballs, in our mouth. Every time we, anything gets into our skin, it goes through a microbiome or a bacteria first. So, you know, when you go and use hand sanitizer and put it on your hands, you're killing the good stuff and the bad stuff. Basically, you're opening the, you're, um, you're op- opening the border of your skin for opportunistic anaerobes to come in. So, you know, I see these people walking around with these bottles of basically alcohol that they're rubbing over their hands thinking they're doing themselves a favor. You're not. You know, maybe wash them in, in some kind of, you know, natural soap if you want. But when you take away your barrier to the world that surrounds you, especially since we live in the most toxic environment that we've ever lived in, ever, then, you know, you, you may want to rethink it. So this is Dr. Duncan McCollum talking to you on KSCO Radio. This show will be repeated Monday at 3 o'clock if you know anybody that you think needs to listen to it. Um, And then Monday night at 7 o'clock, we're going to be doing another um, Zoom meeting that you're welcome to attend. It's free. And you just need to email Mariah, M-A-R-I-A-H, Mariah, like calling the wind Mariah, at McCollum wellness.com m-c-c-o-l-l-u-m the vowels are in alphabetical order and we'd be more than happy to have you join us so when we take a look at somebody's health we want to look at basically number one is the nervous system nerves control every cell and organ in your body Uh, oftentimes people come in and i take a a full set of x-rays of them and I put them up on the board and I show them where the little shock absorber pads between two of the vertebra or or bones has worn out much quicker than maybe the other 23. And it's usually an old injury and I can pretty much predict how old it is. Oftentimes I'll tell a patient, looks like you were in a whiplash 25 years ago. And if they're 15, I was off the mark. But usually they go, how'd you know? Because it takes 25 years for that bone to degenerate that much. This nerve comes out of your neck, goes into your shoulders, and goes down to the first three fingers of your hand, causing those three fingers to probably go numb periodically. It also affects part of your rotator cuff. So your shoulders, you might have um, trouble sleeping at night because of pain. You might notice weakness. And you may have stopped playing some of the games that you like to play. Or you might even notice that you can't do some of the guarding they like to do. You probably get headaches because that nerve also goes up to the brain. So if you take a look at the, the health of the United States, of the individuals, 47th in the world, and you decide, I want to be healthier, then several things to do. Number one, find somebody who walks outside of the box. You know, I always, I love this poem by Robert Frost, two paths diverged in the woods and I I took the one less traveled by and it made all the difference in the world. And that's what you want to do, in my opinion, is if you have health conditions, you're going to a medical doctor, by all means, continue to speak with him and do what he recommends, but then also look to see how you could turn around the conditions that your body is in. The body is the most incredible physician that ever lived. It's the greatest physician who ever lived. All you need to do is take away the interference and the body can start to heal itself. We have a machine in our office called a uh, stem uh, softwave therapy machine and it will help your own stem cells go to the areas of damage and rebuild those by sending in stem cells. It's also called the tissue regenerative therapy machine, TRT. When I got mine, there were less than 200 in the United States. Now there's just under 700. I've been working with it uh, exclusively in this town for many years. And um, I have people coming from far away because I had to go basically a long way away to get a treatment when I couldn't lift my arm off my side. 
And But, you know, it's $49 to come in and see if we can help you. You get a feel for the office. Uh, we do an, One thing we do uniquely when we're doing uh, that we're, when we're going to see if this, this TRT machine will help you is I'm going to take an x-ray of the area unless there's an indication not to, you know, you can go get one of these treatments done on your arm and see if it helps or your shoulder or your knee. But you know, when you can look inside the body and see what's going on the inside, it gives you so much insight onto what is going on, how long it's going on. And not only that, we can notice if there's um, degenerative arthritis in there, uh, if there's, sometimes we can see tumors and stuff where you'd never want to do something like this. But the stem cell machine, I've done thousands of those treatments in the last five years, and we've had incredible results most of the time. There are some people that it won't work on, um, well, it always works. No matter what, it will bring your stem cells there. It just depends on the toxicity of your body, for one. If you're incredibly inflamed to the point where your digestive system is, is blowing up with leaky gut syndrome, you've got inflamed joints every part of your body, you've got a terrible diet, you've uh, got heart disease, lung disease, leaky gut syndrome you're going to get marginal results with this, if any. But if you're serious about your health, it isn't about just getting that shoulder or knee to feel better. It's like, how do I get my life back? I want my life back. I want to go. So many people come in and go. In fact, uh, one of my patients, George, um, referred in by his other family member. He's, uh, you know, um, been around for a few decades Comes, came in and said, all I want to do is play golf. And whenever I play golf, I'm in so much pain. So we talked, we did x-rays of his spine, of his knee. And I said, look, it looks like this is going on, that's going on. The probability is we're going to make a huge change in your life. And he goes, let's do it. So we signed him up for what we call corrective care with a series of the stem cell treatments as well. And he was just in this Monday, and he said, guess what? I played golf, and I had no pain afterwards. Now, he'd been playing along the way, but he'd have pain every time. He'd suffer for it. But hearing him say, you know, I had no pain playing golf today, that was great. And that's what my office lives for. We want to see how many people we can help. So... And it is about making the better the world a better place. That is basically our motto and our goal, making the world a better place. And there are several other uh, healthcare professionals that I'm associated with through Dr. Dan Papa, through Dr. Curtis Martin, and many others. And our basic goal is to make the world a better place by helping people become more responsible for their own health. That's probably not the right way to say it. Showing people that they can take responsibility for their own health rather than waiting for somebody else. If you were a show, being chauffeured around for your whole life, you'd never know how to drive. If you've been chauffeured around by the sickness care system that we have in this country, you probably never know how to take care of your health. You know, the, a lot of my, the doctors in my office and staff the staff that have been around for a while, we take it for granted that when we talk about the nerves or the digestive system or leaky gut syndrome or, um, you know, chronic fatigue syndrome or heavy metal toxicity, um, you know, all these things, brain fog, digestive disorders, lowered immune response, we take it for granted because we all know the nomenclature that, oh, it's caused by chronic inflammation. Chronic inflammation causes chronic disease, hands down. Look it up anywhere. And it's been on the cover of Time magazine many times. Everybody talks about it. If they don't, they're only looking to cover up the symptoms caused by some kind of inflammation. But if you only do that, then you have a healthcare system that's designed to cover up symptoms. And they probably would sell a lot of symptom covering up things. Huh. That's why we sell more medication than any country in the world. 50% of all drugs sold in this world are sold in the United States. We're only 4% of the population. Can you believe that? 4% of the population take 50% of all the drugs and we're still rated worse in the world. We're still rated 47th world. I don't take any. So 
Somebody else has taken my share. That's crazy. And a lot of my patients come in and say, I don't want to take drugs. I'd rather be in pain than take drugs. Some people come in, I don't want to take these drugs. I know it's, you know, ibuprofen is going to poison my liver and I've been taking it for years for this pain. Other people say, I take Tylenol, which we know is the number one cause of acute kidney failure. Um, So when is the right time to say enough is enough? And I think it's right now, quite honestly. That's why I'm doing this reset because many powers out there, the big guns are saying, it's a coming. There's another one coming. We can predict another one of those whole things that we went for for three years is just down the road. In fact, we're preparing it for it right now. We're actually working on something to stick in you to fix it. Well, how do they even know what it is? Hmm. It's like I saw a, a, a video on YouTube that was pretty funny. It was a teacher talking to a class and they're showing Armstrong stepping on the moon. And it says, you know, one, one large step for man, one whatever that is. And one of the kids says, who took the video? And the teacher goes, huh? Who took the video? And you know, wait a minute, the video is taken from outside of the capsule looking at Armstrong stepping on the moon. And it was kind of funny because, you know, now the probability is if that really did ever happen, they sent a little machine out there first to take the picture. But then they show him jumping around on the moon and then hitting a golf ball and the kid's going, well, who's, who's taking the picture? So <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny because it does give you pause. So when we look at our health and we look at about, you know, what we can do to get healthier, you want to say, well, who's, who's predicting these things? Who's predicting that the next one's down the pike and it's coming up to the highest um, power in our country and a supposedly the world is already telling us it's coming. So, and then some of the other big agencies are as well. So if it is, it is, you know, it's going to come. Are you going to be ready for it? You know, it's like, are you going to have your immune system working as good as you can? Are you going to have your brain functioning as well as you can? Are you going to have your toxic load down so that any of the people that choose to do the preventative actions that they're going to recommend and hopefully not mandate? are not going to in themselves cause you more harm than your body could possibly handle? Well, I mean, there will be many, many people doing that. But I hope that most of you will look at your health right now and go, how do I prepare for the storm? You know, we were, uh, I'm in a group called La Tip, a Santa Cruz, Santa Cruz La Tip, a bunch of great, businesses in there. If you need anything done, go there and just look them up online and they have the best of everybody there. But the carpet cleaner was saying, you know, I had to go down to Beach Drive and clean up a house that had got completely wiped out from the storm. She said the seawall was 20 feet tall and the waves were 25 feet tall and the water came right through the place. Then he said right next door was one of those houses that had those electric type of garage door type things over the windows that came down like a steel trap and stopped it and protected the house against it. So where do you want to be? Do you want to have the one with the big bay windows open and exposed to the logs and um, driftwood and elements and starfish that are going to be lying on your kitchen floor after the storm hits? Or do you want to be the one that's going to roll up that garage door, which is basically covering your windows and go, Oh, the sun's out today. Why don't we put the lawn chair out on the patio and watch the dolphins jump around? I choose the second. How do you do that? Preparation. How do you know what to prepare for? Give yourself time to understand how your body gets sick and how your body gets well. Then take a look at stock of where your body is right now health-wise you know your circulatory system which is your you know the blood system number one cause of death is still heart related so how flexible are your blood vessels i'm going to be putting up a um 
interview by Dr. Um, Brian Peskin um, on the health of the healthy oils versus unhealthy oils like the rancid oils, even fish oil. You'd be surprised you don't need as much as people are taking. Fish oil in fish is a um, antifreeze, and it's those fish that have all that live in about 30 degree um, water. So it's antifreeze. It gets to 70 degrees, it goes rancid. What happens when you put it in a body at 98.6? So some of it might be utilized, but most of it is going to be turning rancid and all of your antioxidant um, properties are going to be doing everything they can to wipe that out. So misleading, especially for people with heart disease, what you should probably do is take a look at some of the literature. Um, I'm going to have Dr. Peskin on again in a few uh, months. But in the meantime, he's on my, we actually have him. We'll be showing it in the uh, reset that we're doing, the 21-day reset. If you want to join it, um, just go to Mariah, M-A-R-I-A-H, at McCollumWellness.com. McCollum, the vowels are in alphabetical order, M-C-C-O-L-L-U-M, wellness.com. And join up. The worst thing you can do is be the same. If you get one thing out of this to help your brain fog, to help your immune system function better, help your digestive system be less inflamed, uh, you're going to be much better off than you are today. So when we look at um, the, some of the stuff we've been talking about over the last week in this course, we're talking about um, you know staying away. Let me just back up for a sec. You know what's crazy? Whenever I do one of these resets, People, I think they think, oh, this is too long. I mean, I remember the first day I ever did a one, I missed one meal purposely. I was anxious. I was scared. I shook. I thought, how am I going to get by without eating one meal? Well, when you have the wrong bugs in your gut, the wrong microbiome that create instant sugar for you to be injected in your bloodstream, when you don't eat, you start to get the shakes. You start to feel like anxious and, you know, angsty and hung, hangry, as we say. So one of the first, during the first week, we're going to help starve off systematically some of those really unhealthy bugs in your gut that need instant gratification. And that's amazing, you know. And then once we get your body burning your stored energy, aka FAT, your body's going to start to be able to burn this slow burning fuel. It's like a, a Yule log of energy that's going to burn all night rather than sticking uh, rolled up newspaper in the fireplace all day to try to get instant heat. That's the difference between, between eating, betweening means between eating. Uh, between um, eating healthy fuel, which would be, in this case, carbohydrates such as anything green and or yellow, and uh, protein, which would be any kind of healthy meat, whether it's fish, chicken, turkey, and uh, any of the red meats that are organic. So, that's what we want to do. We want to get our body being able to burn fuel and not need instant gratification. So if you were living in you know, some very cold climate and all you had was newspaper to keep you warm, you, know, you throw a bunch in there, it gets you warm, then, it's, then it, it starts to die. You, you have to rush around very fast before you freeze to death and put more newspaper in there and put more newspaper in. That's like putting food in your mouth every six times a day like they tell the diabetics to. Keep feeding it sugar, keep feeding it sugar, keep feeding it sugar. Well, what you're doing is causing your body to create this stuff called A1C, um, which are sticky blood cells, because you got so much sugar in the bloodstream that the sugar is glycinating. It's like, you know, when you uh, go get that is a cream brulee where they take the blowtorch and they burn the, the uh, sugar on top of the cream brulee, that's what a glycinated um, red blood cell looks like. They, it's got crispy sugar on the outside of the red blood cell. And it's very rough and sticky. 
So as these uh, red blood cells are trying to circulate through your little toe on your left foot, which by the way, the same blood cell will go through that toe five times a minute, and it will go through every organ system and uh, capillary in your body five times a minute. So that's pretty crazy, but when they're sticky, those capillaries can only let one person through the door at a time. One thing, one blood vessel through the, one uh, red blood cell through a capillary at a time, they get stuck and then they get piled up. And then that lack, lack of oxygen to that area causes the organ to start to die or the foot to start to die. And then you get something called neuropathy, peripheral neuropathy. And there's 25 million Americans diagnosed with peripheral neuropathy. Well, guess what? I'm, um, I'm working on a few different programs with some experts around the country, and I will be launching this new peripheral neuropathy program in about eight weeks. It's amazing because you take a lot of little things that work and you put it together in a package and you're going to be able to change lives because um, I'll come back to peripheral neuropathy because I want to finish my thought on the circulatory system. Number one cause of death is heart related. So we're talking about these glycinated red blood cells that are sticky and they can't get through the capillaries in your toes, so your toes start to get gain green, and then they start to lop them off. The number one cause of preventable amputation of limbs is diabetes, which is caused by this process, and uh, the, the organs don't get oxygen, the toes don't get oxygen, and they die. So it's preventable. Preventable blindness, another same thing happens in the eye. The glyconated uh, red blood cells get in those vessels of the eye and they, they basically cause you to go blind because you're losing the nutrients and oxygen in there. So we do need oxygen to survive. You deprive the body of oxygen and it's going to die. If you deprive one area of it, that area will die. So, and it will take a little while maybe or maybe not. You know, you can only live for like six minutes without oxygen. Uh, the divers and the big wave surfers can do that. Most of us can barely hold our breath for a minute, let alone two or three. So um, what do you want to do uh, with what, how many days you got left on this planet? You know, there's a book I'm trying to get the audio called Buy Back Your Time, uh, recommended to me by one of my mentors. And, you know, I'm 67 years old. A patient of mine came in who's 63 and said the other day, you know, based on the average life expectancy in our country, which is 78 years old for women, 73 years old for men, if I'm 67 and it's, I have the average male lifetime, I have six years left. Well, six times 30, you know, 350 is seven, seven, you know, it's about... 15, I have about maybe 3,000 days left. I didn't do the math right. Somebody else do it for me. But 3,000 days left? Well, I know I'm going to live longer than that, I believe. My dad lived to be 91. My grandpa, 97, got hit by a car. It's the only reason he died. Probably still be alive today, born in 1883. One day, I was walking with him in Colinga, where he was the editor of the newspaper during the biggest oil boom that had ever occurred in the early 1900s, and an airplane walked by, and he looked up at the airplane, and he looked at me, and he said, you know, Duncan, I've lived from the buggy whip to seeing a man walk on the moon. So, you know, in 1883 and in 1906, he left San Francisco bound on a ship to Alaska three days before the San Francisco earthquake. So, you know, he'd seen quite some changes. Now, in our lifetime, we've gone from Maxwell Smart talking to his phone to, you know, having these tiny computers we carry around with us to now AI, which if you've seen the new Tom Cruise movie, you just kind of go, oh my gosh, you know, these guys let loose is going to be a big problem. Um, Air I go off my point. But, you know, again, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum. McCollum Wellness Radio, McCollum Chiropractic in Capitola. We're doing a 21-day challenge because no matter what happens, you should be healthy. Everybody has been told from the day we were born, well, maybe not 
quite that early, to put money in the bank and save for the future. How many people of us have been able to or could is a different thing. But nobody's talked about a health legacy. What's your health legacy? You know, if you are unhealthy and grew up unhealthy eating the junk foods and the breakfast of champion of the 60s called, you know, which was basically orange juice, toast, and cereal all turned to sugar immediately and made us all fat and caused inflammation in our body and caused us from going from, you know, a pretty healthy country to the most obese country in the industrialized world, then, you know, it's time to do something different. But... um you know, you have the chance. You have the chance right now to make a difference in your life. And um, your health legacy means by the time you retire at now the age 70, I think, do you have any health left? Or did you make all that money to pay for your um, somebody to take care of you for the next 20 years while you don't even know what your name is? You know, so, you know, it's like time to wake up, you know, and go, okay, I do have this money. I can't take it with me. You know, I can't walk. I have peripheral neuropathy. I'm afraid of falling. I can't even feel my toes. When I wake up in the middle of the night, I can't go to the bathroom. I can't play the sports because I can't balance. I'm afraid of driving because I can't tell if my foot's on the foot, on the brake or the gas. Then, you know what? This is, it's time to do something different. And I'm, this is what I'm all about is helping people and being the fact I'm a senior citizen, I love helping seniors, but I also like helping young kids. I adjusted uh, some kids just a couple months old recently, and that's been so much fun because they're healthy. You know, most of us um, in different decades, we have different things that could be affecting us. And um, right now, we all of us need to be healthier. All of us need our immune system uh, ready to fight off anything, we need to have our bodies working well. We need to not be carrying excess fat because that fat houses toxins and those toxins get broken. The fat gets broken down under times of stress too quickly and that those toxins get in our bloodstream and make us sick. So number one cause of death in the country is uh, heart-related. So we've been talking about the, the glyconated blood cells. But the other thing is the flexi flexibility of the blood vessels. And we've been told to eat saturated or polyunsaturated fat since, you know, um, the 60s. And we've been told to eat um, nickel-injected injo canola oil with yellow dye called margarine or better than butter or all these other things that basically make our blood vessels inflexible. So when you're having your blood pressure, you know, your heart beat, and those blood vessels can't absorb the shock of that heart pounding, your blood pressure goes up. Because when your heart beats, those flexible um, blood vessels actually can absorb some of that power and allow your blood pressure to be in a normal range. When you get a stiff blood vessels that are caused by trans fatty acids, um, omega-3 like fish oils are into that category, as well as rancid oils, the um, canola oils and all these rancid oils, they replace the walls of the blood vessels and make them rigid and then they break and calcium fills up those breaks, and then we end up with the number one cause of death in this country, which is heart disease. Cancer, the second leading cause of death, is because the toxins in our body are getting in the cells, and the cells can't get rid of them, and the cell walls are so unhealthy that these bad toxins can power their way into the cells because our body is so polluted and the liver is too plugged up, and the kidneys aren't working well, and the skin and lungs aren't working well. So then these toxins get into something called the mitochondria, which is the number one, or the cause of cancer is in the mitochondria. Cancer begins in the mitochondria, which is a power plant of the cell. Um, Thomas Siegfried, the leading authority on cancer, 
I have his book. It was 150 bucks. Unbelievable. He says that a five-day water fast, one five-day water fast a year can decrease your risk of cancer by 95%, something along that line. And so why? Because when you fast, you break down the old senescent or senile cells. You flood the toxins out of your body. And then those stem cells that are made in your body are creating new healthy cells. But if you do it the wrong way, you're going to make yourself sick and cause damage. You need to work your way up to this fast thing. It's a gradient. you got to learn what to eat and what not to eat. You have to stop eating snacks. The average American puts 17 things in their mouth a day, from a nut to gum to a sip of sweet drink or semi-sweet um, drink to meals and Every time you do that, you spike the insulin in your blood. So we're coming up to the end of the show here. Um, I really recommend that you join Health Rebels on Facebook, um, but also go to, um, you know, get on your internet and email Mariah, M-A-R-I-A-H at McCollumWellness.com and say, you know, help, let me in. And she will get you set up so you're going to systematically get the 21-day the, um, reset sent to you. Now, is it an end-all? No, it's a start. It's, a, it's something to let you know that your body can be healthy, and um, it will help you, uh, number one, feel better, get you more energy, help you lose toxic weight right away, um, you know, basically the increase in the water retention, the inflammation, and the different pain. Or, and then if you have a health condition, you have to talk to your doctor about it first to make sure it's okay. Um, but um, yeah, you should you should ideally look into this and then, you know, continue on. And we will be doing more and more and more of this. So tell your friends, tell your family, get on board. And it's time to make a change and um, we're going to go out here with Tony Lindsay, who I think sang at Kwumba last night, nine or 10 time Grammy Award winner. And he is uh, the voice on the song by my good friend Steve Funderburg called We Can Be Free. And you can be free, but the only way to be free is to actually make a change. And you need to take the path left traveled by, and it will make all the difference. We'll see you next week. I looked around for someone else to blame I searched and I searched and I reached down inside If you enjoyed this episode of McCollum Wellness Radio, please share it with a friend and tell them one helpful fact that you learned today. Remember, the best way to learn is to teach.